There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. These are the diaries of Margot Duval. Oh, that's me. Well, darlings, as unaccustomed as I am to having to introduce myself, I will make an exception, just this once, for you. I am Margot Duval, showbiz veteran, star of stage, screen, and infomercial. At the risk of sounding outrageously immodest, I am a perennial star. I use the word perennial for a very unusual reason. Fasten your seatbelts, darling. I have been 40 years old for 118 years. Imagine! (laughs) I've been told that this is called a superpower. Well, whatever it's called, darlings, it is Devoon. I have met everyone all of the show business greats of the 20th and 21st centuries. And better yet, darlings, they met me. I have walked for 118 years in these size nine, uh, six, size six, marabou'd feathered high-heeled slippers. And do I have stories for you? But if you cannot tell... I simply loathe talking about myself, so I'll let my good friend Kate Hepburn sum me up. Margot is absolutely oblivious. Thank you, Kate, darling. Until I can find the time to look up the word oblivious, I'll take that as a compliment. What else? Weird. I don't hear much from Kate anymore. Not a single ring-a-ding-ding, as my pal Frank Sinatra would sing. Ah, yes, my years with Frank's Rat Pack were legendary. Frank, Dean, and Sammy simply could not keep up with my partying. But really, who could? It's a gift. But seriously, friends, my life hasn't been all Academy Awards. Well... Academy Award nominations. Okay, Academy Award night seat fillers. Yeesh. I think you will enjoy hearing how I, little Helen Wellenmelon from Dayton's Bluff in St. Paul, became Margot, superstar. Ah, the memories of my humble beginning at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, where I had only one line. Would your table like more bread? But over time, my theatrical roles became more sophisticated. For example, I played a hairball in Cats. Finally, Hollywood called. Or maybe I called Hollywood. Uh, I arrived in Hollywood with a huge trunk 
and the head of MGM insisted that I have it fixed immediately. I rushed to my plastic surgeon, Dr. Chin, who trimmed enough excess off my schnoz to create another whole human being. You know him as Mickey Rooney. I have lived the high life with the greats of film and theater, but my circle of friends extends far beyond showbiz. I have walked with kings. Or maybe I just staggered around with Richard Burton. <laughs> my life now? I live in a penthouse, of course. An art deco space with my butler Smirnoff. Yes, yes, it's certainly a beautiful bridge Exactly. My maid, Margarita. Yes, Miss John. Wrong diva, darling. You're Margarita, not Mamacita. My chauffeur, Max von Mannix. I was Madame's first husband. And my darling Pomeranian, NutraSuite. <coughs> my Margarita is so organized, she keeps my hangers on. On hangers! <laughs> now that we have made our introductions, it is time for me to reveal a few of the beauty tips that have kept me looking like this for 118 years. Why? Well, demand, darlings. Because people often ask me, Margot, what do you do to yourself? Oh, and by the way, I invited my friend Betty Davis to guest on today's vodcast to exercise with us. But she said, Drop dead! Oh well. I don't like to vodcast alone, but like drugstore fingernails, I shall press on. Now, let's get on with the beauty secrets that have helped me to wake up and face the world bright and early each evening for 118 years. They say that it's something called a superpower that has kept me alive, as you know. However, I think it's something much simpler than that. You see, each new year, on January 1st, I shout, One more, please! And I get it! A fresh new year. And, if I'm lucky, a chaser. So, I arise at the crack of ice and run a few laps around the bar after awakening from behind it. Then I stretch and bend, stretch and bend, looking for my guests from the night before. Under the couch and up again. Under the bed and up again. Oh, look who's here. Wake up, Tallulah. Your mink is waiting. Then, dragging my guests out from under the furniture builds upper body strength. And hurling them out the front door satisfies my weightlifting quota for the day. Then it's time for my facial exercises. To tone the jaw, I chew ice, conveniently found in my first drink of the day. Then, to firm up the skin around my eyes and mouth, I have my butler, the aforementioned Smirnoff, recount my behavior of the night before. As Smirnoff reminds me of my, uh, adventures, my eyebrows shoot up to my hairline again and again while I repeat, No! Really? After a rigorous half hour of these facial exercises, I'm looking younger than springtime in the Rockies. My diet? Well, I eat very sparingly. Cocktail peanuts, stuffed olives, lemon twists, cocktail onions, cherries, and paper umbrellas. Discipline, darlings, discipline. 
Then, nearly every celebrity who shares her beauty secrets stresses the importance of water, and I am no exception. Of course, there's scotch and water, bourbon and water, but don't forget the occasional fully clothed trip into the pool. Struggling to the surface unaided by boozy spectators employs all of the important reflexes, including screaming. As for my controversial smoking, darlings, I don't inhale. I just blow the smoke all over everything. My furniture has to be replaced monthly, of course, but my skin stays firm and clear. My good friend Lucille Ball taught me this trick, and look what it did for her. Fresh air? Ah, uh, well, to each his own, but you won't find me playing Maria von Trapp anytime soon. If those hills were alive around me, darlings, I'd head straight for the plains on my chauffeur-driven mule. Right, Max? Madame is... Always right. Finally, I believe that one's outlook on life is the most important factor in determining one's appearance. Truth be told, though, there is one factor even more important than that. Max factor. With my bottomless zest for life, I look forward to the dawn of each new dusk. But seriously, vodcasters... My way of life isn't for everyone. It requires discipline, a willingness to do the same things night after night after night. All in all, my good looks are the result of my happiness, surrounded as I am by my good friends who just happen to need money every two weeks. After all, I have Margarita, Smirnoff, Max von Mannix, NutraSweet, my ex-husbands, my estranged family, and now you. <laughs>